0: Maybe uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and maybe a little bit about your background. Where are you from?
1: All right. I'm Christy Kavanaugh, And as you said, I oversee marketing and guest strategy um, for all the brands, which is really exciting. And I am a Florida girl from Brandon. So born and raised here in the state of Florida and grew up shopping at Bells, Florida. Um, The Brandon Bells Florida store. So when it got remodeled this year, I was super excited (laughs) and, um, you know, grew up in a a really, uh, a really dynamic household, I would say, but my parents were much older than I was. So from a generational perspective, I had close to the silent generation parents. So, um, and they were very impacted by that. So I, and my brother's 15 years older than me. So uh, like a multi-generational household lots of diversity there. And, you know, my dad's side of the family is Cuban and my mom's side of the family is Irish and Italian. So just kind of a mud of all the things, all the, all the, you know, different aspects and, um, went to school, college at the university of Florida, Mm -hmm. which tough weekend, tough. Oh yeah. (laughs) Horrific. But, but I love that team no matter what. And I would say, you know, for me, the most change personally, a lot of change happened in college. Um, For myself, I was just very much conservative in high school, not sheltered by any means. And I grew up in really diverse schools as well, diverse populations. And, you know, when I was younger, they bussed us out to Tampa for middle school. So we got a good variety of people in our schools. But um, I was just very shy and not very confident. And so, you know, I had a a roommate, the university of college, and she's like, we went to go out one night, and I was like putting on some old navy pants. She's like, "What are you doing? You can't wear that out." And just like small things like that, just really helped my growth there. Um, and then I started working at Bells cool. right out of college. Right out of college,
0: cool. Yeah. So That's right. this has
1: been my career from the get-go.
0: Yep. What'd you major in?
1: I majored in marketing. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, You're
0: in the right spot then. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
1: Cool. I got in the right spot eventually. <laughs> right. Right. Um. But really, have enjoyed. You know, had a had a very broad career at Bells for yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. Cool. Very good. Yeah. So, so you started off in merchandising then, mm-hmm. right? And, yep. and what were you when you came out of college and-
1: I was, um, kind of an assistant buyer okay. and I worked in the ladies resort office, which, yep. you know, Bell's Florida does an amazing resort business. And it's kind of one of those things, you know, the word buyer can be seen as very glamorous and you kind of come in and you're like, what is it really? And mm-hmm. then you get into, you know, back then we were handwriting our order sheets back then, like 20 years ago, you know, right. we we're handwriting our order sheets right. and, um, I got really excited about lime green tops and lime green matching pants that had elastic waist because they were selling and it was amazing. So it kind of showed me, okay, you know, this isn't about what you like. This isn't about what you think is cool. This is about what your guest likes. And it was so interesting how fast that started to come naturally, Mm -hmm. you know, understanding and wanting to provide our guests with what they wanted, Mm -hmm. even, even as a buyer, Mm -hmm. um, that's really is what it's all about, and it just comes very naturally when you start seeing any type of reporting that we have. When you start going into the stores, you're like, "Oh, I get it! I get it!" Right. Kind of,
0: right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the audience should know that's not every one of our guests, but that is no. that's the guest yes. in, the, in the area that you were buying in the, the resort buying. area right, that I right. purchased. Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So you enjoyed that experience. You were there for a few years.
1: I was in the ladies area for about a year and a half, which at that time there was kind of, you trained across buying and planning and you spent some time in the stores. So I spent a little more time in the buying offices than was normal back then. Yep. Yep. Um, and then I went out to the store to, I was kind of like an assistant manager, I think at that point, Nice. I learned so much in the store. This was the
0: early 2000, mid 2000s, Mm early 2001, Yeah.
1: 2002. yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So, went to the stores, and then went into planning. So I was kind of in the merchandise world um, for 15 years, but it was about four years before I became a buyer.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. So you've been here 22 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a lot of long term people here for sure. Yeah. I
1: sit in rooms where I'm the I'm the youngest yeah, still. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. the. Oh, you've only been here 22 years. Like right. I've been here 22 years. What right. are you talking about? Right.
0: Right. right. Yeah, that's right. I remember you were here when I got here. I'm here 19 and a half years yeah. now. So I'm 20 is next year. But um, well, cool. Okay. So yeah, I remember coming over and we've worked together for mm-hmm. a long time. So yep. I was at Bell's Outlet, was called Bell's Outlet at that time mm-hmm. back in whatever, 2015 or yep. 14 or so.
1: Yeah, right around then. Yeah, and, yep. then,
0: and then came over to, to Bell's Florida, which was Bell's department stores back in those days. Mm-hmm. And um, and um, remember coming over from being a DMM, a divisional merchandising manager over men's and kids, and came over here to be a di- divisional merchandising manager in men's. And you were one of the buyers that, mm-hmm. that reported up to me. So that was really cool. I learned a lot from you. You were always exceptional as it related to processes and procedures mm-hmm. and just making sure that things were um, done accurately and correctly. And you definitely um, were an excellent, excellent buyer that I was able to learn a lot from personally. So uh, it was fun to work with you. And uh, we worked together for how many years? As uh, As a buyer, DMN?
1: I think for about three years. Yeah,
0: yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then, when was it that you went into marketing?
1: It was around 2016. Okay. That I went into marketing. Okay. Um, you know, in that opportunity, just in the men's division, I did a lot of the marketing because I liked I I liked marketing, Mm -hmm. like I really thought about how it drove my business. I would get really passionate when somebody pulled something of mine out of an ad, which was probably sometimes the right decision, but I would always, you know, go in and kind of argue my point. And so a position opened up in marketing and I was, um, honestly kind of hesitant to go because when you see resumes and or not resumes, job descriptions, and you can't check all the boxes, you only check some of the boxes. It's, you know, that confidence that I started to gain at UF, I didn't get all the way there. (laughs) Um, I wasn't sure that I was qualified. So but you um, were so encouraging for me to take another role at that time. And equally, the chief marketing officer at the time, Jesse was really um, supportive of me learning something new. And so that was a really great opportunity Mm -hmm. for me. And I think once I got there, I was like, Oh, this is home. But I felt like buying was my home when I was there. And I loved I mean, I loved being a buyer. It yeah. was just time to kind of do something different and something new.
0: Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So from assistant buyer to vice president and, yeah. uh, you know, 20, 20, 20, years and change. So yeah, pretty crazy. cool. Pretty cool. How has marketing changed at Bells over the years? What have you noticed in terms of changes?
1: Oh my goodness. How has it not changed over <laughs> the years is kind of the more important question. I think, you know, as I mentioned in men's, I was very passionate about protecting my business and it really, the The more promotional you are, the harder it gets to kind of keep the track of being promotional. You always have to go bigger and better. And at the end of the day, if you're selling the right product and you're giving the guest what he or she wants you shouldn't have to be that promotional. If you really provide amazing service and great products at great values and value is different to everybody. Value doesn't mean cheap value just means this shirt is worth this amount of money. And I think we've gotten more taken more and more steps to get there. And I mean, some of them were really big steps and some of them were smaller steps, but I would say, you know, we used to do 80% of our marketing budget was spent on newspaper well, that's just not viable anymore. So not only has the messaging changed, but equally the media mix is completely different. And that I would say... Super digital. Super digital. And you know, our guest um, is is embracing the digital channels. And we maybe took a little longer to get there than we should have because we weren't sure if they would, but they do. Mm -hmm. So it's just... I mean, it's night and day from when I started from from all aspects yeah and
0: when you look at Bells Florida and you look back to the early 2000s the late the mid to late mm-hmm. 90s into the early 2000s you have a promotional model that's super department stores mm-hmm. super high low you know where you you're marking goods up by you know whatever 60 mid 60 um, percent sometimes higher and you're promoting it down to 45 percent mm-hmm. or so and and so that was always the game for department stores mm-hmm. and for Bells Florida and um, you know sales sales mm-hmm. sale, sale sale and so that that drove Back then, that's what people wanted. They liked coupons Mm -hmm. and they liked sales and they liked that kind of the thrill of um, knowing when the sales were happening and getting in the store at the right time today people just seems like people just want to shop on their own time. People want to be able to shop when they want to shop. They want to shop how they want to shop yeah. and they don't want to have to, people are busier. They don't want to have to keep up with, um, yeah. you know, all the different promotions that are happening. And so I think one of the nice things that you've done is transition us to being a much more, um, along with the, you know, many members of the team transition us to being a much more, um, um, everyday value type of an mm-hmm. operation where, you know, we don't have those high, low sales anymore. We're, 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 we're not we're not up and down and so you you know what you're going to get when you come into a bells you know you're going to get great value and you're going to find it across the store or in a bells yeah. Florida um, so that seems that's been a nice change. I think that there's still people out there who are like, well, I don't, I don't shop at Bell's because I don't know when the sales are going to be, you mm-hmm. know, and I don't know when the promotions are going to be, and I don't want to get tricked and then, mm-hmm. you know, know that I'm, I'm, uh, I would have paid a lower price a week later, or two weeks later. But, you know, thankfully, because of a lot of the changes that marketing that you've been able to make, um, that doesn't happen anymore. Um, you know, and so it's, it's nice to be at a place where guests can come in and, and know that they're going to get a great deal anytime they want to shop with us.
1: Absolutely. And it's, Every guest, I think, when we were so promotional, it was only honestly a small portion of our guests that really understood how to unpack all the savings. And so we had a significant number of guests, especially new guests coming in our stores, that weren't getting what I mean. I don't want to say they weren't getting what they deserved, but we could have given them better, better value, and um, we didn't. And so the the kind of where we've been moving is, you know, every guest that shops us is important, and we want every guest to get you know, great product and be able to find what they want. And when you are so high, low, that becomes very challenging. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not just that people are busy. It's that people really don't place a ton of importance on couponing. And we see that across competitors. We see that everywhere. They just different things are important now.
0: Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we'll, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get into the loyalty mm-hmm. program and kind of how that's changing. But I know that you have a lot of fun projects mm-hmm. that you're working on right now. So I wanted to talk to you maybe about a couple of those. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, this localized remodel, uh, I guess that's what we're calling it, or just localization mm-hmm. at the store level is, is is a fun one. Yeah. And we're starting off with- Super fun. Roswell, New Mexico being yes. the first. You, yes, You, you want to talk a little bit about that one?
1: Sure. So I think you know you really inspired the Roswell, New Mexico, um, kind of localization. And we have a lot of stores in a lot of different states. And some of these stores are in communities that have these amazing stories to tell or amazing things that that their community connects with. And Roswell was is really a huge um, example of that with um, kind of the UAP and an extraterrestrial. So we really concepted Roswell you know, Roswell, New Mexico and I have to give our our DVP of brand and creative strategy some credit, because again, how do we do this? We don't know. We don't know. How how do we do this today? We have no idea. But she found some amazing partners to concept for us and really found a phenomenal partner here locally, Mm -hmm. which was also incredible um, to help us really bring this to life and be able to tell the story in Roswell. And we just think the community it's going to be very exciting when we get this. Hopefully um, the goal is the end of this month.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. We're using a local company and they've done work with other people. They've worked, I think with Disney. Is that right?
1: They've worked with Disney and Universal and they do a lot with um, the gaming community and theme parks. So they really were right, right in this wheelhouse of being able to do this for us. And they understand inside and outside and the types of, um, you know, qualities to use in the in the structures that they're creating. So it's been really exciting. And to walk in their warehouse and see like Super Mario Brothers mushrooms yeah, and yeah. you know things like that was so very cool. Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. Yeah. So walk us through what are we looking at in terms of the store here that's gonna that we're gonna have in Roswell.
1: So in Roswell we are going to have um the spaceship and the aliens both inside and outside. So you can see it kind of disrupts the the exterior of the store and that flows into the inside of the store. So they'll both be both exterior and interior. And then this location, which is not not super normal for us, but it happens to be in a mall. So inside the mall entrance, we'll have a timeline that kind of shares a lot of what's gone on in Roswell and the findings from different research. And we'll have, along with the, the timeline, some aliens there as well, which we think people will love and can really interact with there. Cool.
0: Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah i this is this one is near and dear to my heart I've been following uh, yes. this topic since I was a kid so it's uh this one's exciting a lot of history in Roswell New Mexico for sure so we're excited about that one uh, we've got a couple of more
1: absolutely right. well we have 11 on the list but 11. we won't go through all 11 yeah. all right. of those right. today Fair. Yep. um but rockwall is coming up next so this is a new store that we're opening and we um has you know a story of this huge limestone structure that's underground and it's it's uh, kind of a encasing, like it's a fence, but it, it's, um, almost a rectangle and it's massive and it's seven feet high. And, uh, in that town, you know, it, five miles
0: long or something it like is, that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes. Estimated. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's a lot of, of research and conversation around how was it created and where was it created? Cause it's really under the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so really exciting to have this. This one's kind of in progress. So we we do have some limestone um, on a feature wall in this store, but we are still working on where and how do we tell the story inside the store. So that'll probably come after it opens as we still develop this plan.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's worth noting that that's obviously how Rockwall got its name mm-hmm. because of this this urban legend or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's a very interesting uh, interesting topic, interesting theory. I I have no idea, but I think it's a really cool urban legend and a really cool Um, story that that town has. And, um, hopefully it, it, um, inspires people to understand it a little bit more to look into it and maybe potentially do a little bit more scientific research on it.
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Good. What so, other ones do we have?
1: So the next exciting one we have coming up is in okay. um, West Virginia, and this is the Mothman. And really, we were very lucky that our store manager there, Dustin, actually did a paper on the Mothman in high school. So we kind of rejuvenated that.
0: Dustin Russell. Dustin
1: Russell. Yep. And – um you know, it's really great that our this is not just a hey marketing. What ideas can you come up with? You know, you really open this up to the organization to say, tell us what makes your town special, and mm-hmm. and people are giving us some wonderful ideas to put um, and connect within our stores. So, uh, Dustin really presented this whole. Uh, story to us about mothman and what it means to this town and he really validated that you know because sometimes you can feel like okay how many people in the town really know about mothman he's like everybody in the town knows about the <laughs> mothman like i'm validating for you that this is a good idea yeah. um so it was really great to hear from him and just he walked us through his research you know because this happened a long time ago the research didn't change. So there's not new findings. So the size of the Mothman, and we hope to um, impact our store here, both inside and outside, similar to how we're doing in Roswell with um, an ode to the Mothman.
0: Cool, cool, awesome. Yeah, Yeah, this one's an interesting one too. We don't, you know, who knows? A lot of sightings, a lot of urban legends mm-hmm. and, and myths, potentially bridge collapse where he was said to have been spotted on it yeah. that was uh, killed a bunch of, you know, dozen people or something along those lines. But yeah, the town is very, very into this one, very interested in it. Like I yes. said, 25,000 people show up every year for it. And it gets bigger and bigger every year. Yeah. But it's been fascinating people since the 60s. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we think it's cool. We're going to be a part of it. And um, um, and then we have some less, uh, you know, less uh, conspiracy theory type uh, yes. re- remodels as well, right? We've yeah. got peanuts and strawberries. And onions. (laughs) Yeah, so Plant
1: City, right here, uh, you know, in in Florida is kind of the strawberry capital of the world. Our store in Dultham, Alabama, is the peanut capital of the world. And that town embraces the peanut. Like there's peanuts everywhere in that town. So we really think our guests will connect with that. and then equally, Vidalia, Georgia, We're the home of the Vidalia onion. So, really looking at some creative ways, and the marketing team is super pumped about these um, to really understand how to impact. Because every store is going to be a little bit different. Not every store is going to have you know giant spaceships and interior and exterior impact, but. But these stores um, that are being identified as opportunities are going to have impact.
0: Yep. 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 Yeah. Good. What else is happening? What else is really interesting in your world uh, right now in in the marketing world? What else is happening throughout the business?
1: Um, I think throughout the business, you know, really for us, the rebranding. Yep. Um, which is just gigantic. So, Bell's rebranding to Bell's Florida, which, uh, you know, Bell's has always kind of been Bell's Florida. Our website is is bellsflorida.com. But that um, just making sure that we're telling the story correctly and that we are making it clear to our guests the rebranding that's occurring.
0: Hopefully, it helps people say Bell's department stores less often.
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. We've been working on that one since I started at marketing, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Right. Um, but really, for formerly Bell's Outlet and Burke's Outlet, the rebranding is just to Bell's to Bell's is just ginormous. And I think the team's having a lot of fun with that. And really the goal, you know, to elevate that brand. And I think the merchants have been on this for a long time. We have amazing product. um, And our guests love it. But we're not an outlet. And Bell's doesn't get Bell's Florida leftovers. And I think clarifying that and telling that story really clearly is going to be phenomenal for our guests. So the marketing team has been working really hard on that rebranding. And we did start with the exterior of our buildings first. So marketing is, na- is really in progress and in process to continue to tell this. And of course, the marketing piece will go on forever and ever, um, but really excited about that.
0: Yep. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's an exciting one. And really it fits into this whole theme of elevating the guest experience. You know, and so when we talk about that, it's um we, we like you mentioned, we've started with the external part of the store with the signs and and um you know, obviously moving inside. We've been elevating the guest experience over time, but it hasn't been a specific top focus necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been focused on other things, but I think with that in mind, it's only gonna lead to fantastic things. And Absolutely. you know, we've been elevating the brands that we that we have in um, specifically Bells, but both both change. Bells and mm-hmm. Bells, Florida, and um, um, you know, I think the inside of the the the, the little touch ups that we're doing in terms of the remodel will just mm-hmm. really clean up all of the stores as well, really nicely. So um, um, the changes to the to um, how we communicate with the guest in the stores mm-hmm. and pushing less less um, credit card focused yeah. and you know just having it be a genuine, authentic person to person experience is kind of what we're going after in, in stores as well. So a lot of that should really culminate into a tremendous guest experience go forward. And and uh, we love our guests. So it's nice to show them that, let them know that we, we love them.
1: We do. Yeah. We do. We love our guests and our guests really um, love us. And, you know, I think that, that the focus on that has never been bigger. We've always known about our guests, but both from a data perspective, we now know more about our guests, not in a creepy way, but we know, you know, a lot more than we used to. So We should be elevating their experience and we know more about what they, what they want, what they like, what they want to see from us. And so it's just an amazing way to be able to bring all that together. And I think, um, you know, the last, not the last, there's a lot of exciting things, but one of the other big exciting things that we're working on is our loyalty program and rebranding that and rebranding is kind of what inspired us to look at the loyalty program. But the second we looked at it, we were like, yeah, yeah. we need to make this easier for our guests. We are having things that are not easy, that are not equitable. You know, as I mentioned, we want every guest to get an amazing experience and every guest to get a great value. And so we, we had to take a hard look at that and Mm -hmm. we did it very quickly. But I think sometimes when you do things quickly, you get to, if everybody agrees like that, you know, you're doing the right thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you so, want to walk us through some of the changes? Sure.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, really what we did was we want to re- reward our guests more. Um, and so with that, we changed the, what, what in mathematical terms we call the earn rate. So we used to earn at two and a half percent. Now our guests earn it 5%, which means they earn twice as fast. So every hundred dollars they spend, they're going to get 5% back a $5 reward. And uh, you know, that piece, what that does for us, the number of guests that will receive this impact that were not before is millions. And that is incredible um, to have a really rewarding rewards program. That's, yeah. that's the goal of a rewards program. Right. And the birthday yeah. reward, we increased to 20%. This is your birthday month. We just wanted to, you know, make sure that you feel special during that month and really um, feel inspired to, to come and shop with us. The expiration date, this is a really big one. Uh, our rewards used to expire within 60 days. And, you know, while we want to encourage our guests to come back quickly, not everybody can come back quickly. Mm -hmm. In both stores, we have a really large population of Florida guests. And within that, we have a very large population of snowbirds. And so they were losing their rewards when they lost. Yes, they can use them online, but a lot of them, they love our stores. They love coming in our stores, the experience, the legendary guest experience. So, um, in making it easier and enabling guests to shop when they want to shop, right. we extended that rewards program, that expiration date.
0: So in the past, you had to work really hard to get your your reward up to 200 points and um, your reward would expire after mm-hmm. 60 days. And that's kind of industry standard. You know, yes. I mean, it's that we weren't far off from what everybody else Correct. was doing, but we really wanted to make this special and and let the guests know that um, that th- we wanted to make it about the mm-hmm. guest and allow them to shop on their time when they wanted to shop mm-hmm. and um, Um, so, you know, and really make it impactful for them. So yeah, that, that year, um, doesn't put stress on them, pressure Mm -hmm. on them to come back in any specific time. They can come back when they need to come back. The one thing that did change, um, in addition to these was the Monday and Tuesday clubs. Correct. Yeah. Can you talk a bit about that?
1: Absolutely. So right now we have a Monday club on our Bell's store side and a Tuesday club on our Bell's Florida side. And we've had these for several years. Um, and they used to be for based on age and we made the change several years ago that it was a rewards for our rewards guests. Um, you know, we just really wanted to make it equitable for all guests. So instead of offering 10% on Tuesdays and only Tuesdays or Mondays, we're doubling the way way you earn rewards every day. And there's a, you know, a ton of reasons for this, but we have stores that have a Bell store and a Bell's Florida store right next to each other. And you can't shop them on the same day for the same level of discount. And, um, you know, from my perspective, I always use like the restaurants do like kids night. I have no idea when Chick-fil-A's kids night is, but I always missed it. And I would always go the next day like, man, I got to pay full price for this kid's meal that I'm getting. So, you know, I think we just really want to enable our guests to shop when they want to shop, to earn rewards at a really fast rate, and to give them the time that they need to redeem their rewards. We want to really simplify this program for them and make it equitable for everyone. And, you know, I talked for me from a family perspective, but even my parents live in assisted living. Their bus does not travel to Bells, Florida on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So they're missing that discount too. So it's wide range from young to old one day a week is not good enough. Right. We need to reward our guests every day.
0: Right. This kind of goes back to that, uh, elimination of that high, low promotional mm-hmm. stuff and, and offering a great value every day and not telling the guests when they need to shop, letting Absolutely. them come in and shop whenever they want to shop, whether mm-hmm. that's a Wednesday or a Thursday or Friday, it doesn't, doesn't make any difference. And I guess for me, if I would miss a Monday or a Tuesday, I would feel like, Oh, I'm paying 10% too much if I shop mm-hmm. any other day. And I, um, I know you feel this way and I feel this way that it's just, that's not, we don't want to make our guests feel like that and it's um, it's not really how, how a, a grown up retailer, you know, a, a national uh, retailer is acts. You don't mm-hmm. see that, you don't see those clubs on, you know, Mondays and Tuesdays for other national retailers. Wow. And so, um, man, with, with Bell's in 23 states and up to 600 stores right now, um, we're kind of putting our, our um, you know, our best foot forward and, and um, it's time to move past a lot of that stuff and just let people know that they can come into the store. Anytime they want to come into the store and shop and find great deals. And so, you know, we can now offer a better price every day in order to, um, but by not having to offer that discount once a week. And so hopefully it's a win win for everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think from my perspective, this is a win win for our guests. And I know that some guests may not feel that way at first with the Tuesdays, but I, I have to believe that over a long period of time, it's going to be a relief and they're going to feel very rewarded.
0: Yep. Love it. Love it. Good. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's a lot about business. Yeah. So, um, yeah. why don't we move on? You know, I, I'm uh, just curious I, as we close things down here, you know, I want to uh, understand or let the audience understand a little bit about, you know, you're, you've are you really grown up here. You've spent the last mm-hmm. 22 years here. You've seen a lot of changes in the business. You've seen a lot of changes in yourself. Do you have any stories that could either summarize some of your time here, you know, uh, a story that might explain? Explain a little bit about uh, you or your background or your culture or the culture at Bell's, you know, or, um, um, yeah, anything.
1: I think, um, you know, for me, and I go back to the story and it's kind of irrelevant to anybody else but me. But I, um, when I joined Bell's, well, for my whole life, I've been a type one diabetic. And when I first became a buyer, I was really having some challenges with that because the travel schedule, I was not eating, I was skipping meals because I wanted to get to all my appointments and I wanted to do a lot of things. And I had a lot of challenges when I was traveling. And at the time my boss, um, Jim Knapp, you know, he called me in his office one afternoon and he's like, Chrissy, you are just way too young to let this derail your career. Like I how can we how can we help you? He did not call me in his office and say, figure it out. He called me in his office and said, how can we help you? And Pam Meyer, who was in our you know, Hall of Fame here at Bell. She was a longtime person, sat down with me with our insurance carriers, helped me find a doctor that was right for me. I, I personally, I don't know of any other company that would have treated me like that. That's cool. Yeah. It was pretty incredible. And for me, from a culture perspective, I could tell you 10 stories like that. Awesome. That had to do with different things.
0: Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, great group of people that we have here. I mean, they care about people for sure. But thank you for sharing that story. Um, yeah, I want to move on before I cry, but <laughs> but that's awesome. Um, what about a big? Uh, what about any big learnings? Any big you know takeaways from you know your time at Bell's? Like what what would be either a huge lesson that you've learned here from mm-hmm. somebody or just some big you know um, some big aha moment or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. You know, any anything that you could share with the audience?
1: I think has come from you and not just in one, it wasn't an instance, it was in a setting, but you wrapped it up really nicely, actually, a few weeks ago when we touched base. And I have a habit of taking things super personal. It's about me. I, I did this, I caused this, I drove this. And, um, you're, you said a couple weeks ago, you're like, Chrissy, nobody looks at it and says Chrissy's business is bad. They look at it and say, this business is bad. And, you know, A few weeks ago when you said it, it was really impactful. But when I looked back on several meetings that I've had with you, that was laced through a lot of them. Like you have to quit taking, not in a mean way, but this is not personal. This is business. Like dust yourself off (coughs) and let's focus on what we can do.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's trying their best. Everybody's doing, you know, the best that they can. A, a difficult, um, you know, period of business or um, or whatever in a specific area if a specific area is struggling, that's just a great opportunity to learn and to get better and to um, to figure out a way to make change happen. So yeah. it's really just life giving you opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing. And um, maybe one last question mm-hmm. for you before I let you out of here. Okay. Um, what would be a great piece of advice that you might have for people that are starting off in this uh, crazy business? You know whether it's a whether it's marketing or whether it's a corporate office or whether mm-hmm. it's retail in general. You you pick, but what what type of advice would you have for a twenty two year old college mm-hmm. kid who's who's getting into this world?
1: Uh, so, um, I might use a quote from my friend Ryan that says you need to calm down like Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, but I think especially young, it, you think you have to decide who you're going to be when you grow up, and people ask you that question all the time. What do you want to do when you grow up? Who are you going to be when you grow up? What do you want to and Man, if somebody had asked me that when I was 20 interviewing at Bell's, my answer would be completely different than where it is today. So my piece of advice is just enjoy the moment and make sure you are learning in the moment and not so worried about two years from now or two days from now or four weeks from now. Like You have to just understand that you're going to be able to grow, but you don't need to plan that growth today.
0: Love it. Love it. Very cool. All right. Excellent. Well, it was okay. great to chat with you. It was
1: great to chat with you. Yeah. I
0: appreciate your insight onto everything. And of course, appreciate the wonderful work that you're doing for the company. Thank you. Uh, we're very fortunate to have you here and um, yeah, maybe we'll get you back on, uh, you know, in the future, we can recap some of this stuff. I know there's always great new ideas coming on the localized remodel. So we're going to continue pushing that forward. We'll know a lot more about this loyalty change, you know, in Absolutely. a few months after we make that yeah. change, but, but um, yeah, I really appreciate your time, appreciate your insight and appreciate you being here.
1: Great. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate being here. Awesome. (laughs) Okay.
0: All right. That's a wrap.